Podleadum. Top model. All the cycles. Lead, 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 lead. Stop backwards. Dump, 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 dump. Podleadum, Podleadum. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Podleadum. That is. I think you all know top model podcast spelled backwards. My name is Hannah Jane Ginsburg and take those socks off, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm JW Crump. And it's like every single thing I put in my mouth is fantastic. And I'm Alexander Price. And that was the camel noise. Good quote. Good quote. Good quote. We are here today. Because one of us will be talking about episode nine of Cycle 16 of America's Next Top Model. But all of us will be discussing episode 10, Franca Tsotsani, or what, have I, or what I have retitled, The Girl Who Knows About Lizards and British Sports. <laughs> tyrant 2 list indeed. <laughs> and we've got a tyrant 2 list because we've got boop boop. Two new Pod Leadum Leadum Pod sponsors. We love a duo, a double double. It's actually I'm a try. <laughs> it's actually a double 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 because that's eighteen. <laughs> I don't know math <laughs> because we've got another Aaron and another Kylie. An- Ooh. The Aaron Kylie supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> love that. I love that our podcast has gotten big enough to have doppelgangers. It's what I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. So if we've called out your name before and you haven't sponsored, but you want to be a double double su- supporter, you can go to anchor.fm slash podleadum because you've got a dollar, a double double dollar. <laughs> <laughs> a double double dollar seamless. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Alexander, it I just, all <laughs> I just assume you're emotionally preparing yourself to talk to us about highlights and cat fights. Highlights and cat fights. At least it's not top model confidential. I hated that. <laughs> so they are going crazy with graphics and sound effects this recap episode. We got to see Tyra's characters again. Ugh. No new ones. Or just a full repeat? Just a full repeat. To be fair, it's probably her best work she's done in a long sure. time. <laughs> we also saw the opposite side of the curtain, which I took a picture of. <gasps> I'll post it. I'll post the screenshot on the thing. But I wanted to show Hannah and JW. So when you say the opposite side of the curtain, you mean? The other side of the apartment curtain <gasps> where they smushed all of the furniture <laughs> to one side of the room. Fantastic. That's gorgeous. With the zebra hiding behind a wall. Well, in shame, to be fair, <laughs> what was about to happen. We learned that 32 girls were brought to L.A. We barely show those other faces. Still. Well, yeah. And then when they get to the apartment, Andre calls out the fact that it is animal-themed. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you were right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely Human Hannah has a crystal pendulum from her home planet, which she so used. now she's literally the girl from <laughs> Out of This World. Mm-hmm. She With checked... that crystal dad or whatever. Does, do you guys know Out of This World? I know. I, know. I okay. don't. Look up the theme song. Her big thing is she can do backflips and sometimes make a second one of herself. Her powers were ill-defined. <laughs> Those seem very useful, both of them. Mm-hmm. 
She was checking people's auras and chakras. So she was hippie Hannah. Including Alexandria's groin chakra. And then they all raced to wake up Jacqueline, who was sleeping in bed, dragged her, laid her on the dining room table. Hannah and Rune circled her groin with the crystal pendulum. Jacqueline was not here for any of it. And Nor like, does it sound like she should have been. No. And she was, no. And she was like, we eat there. <laughs> I do like of all the problems to have with that. She was like, <laughs> y'all, it's a table. <laughs> there was a paper bag runway challenge led by Dominique where they had to make their clothes. Oh, that's fun. Dominique is a sorority gal. Yeah. We've learned that. Yes. Alexandria, Rune, and Nicole were the judges. Great. It's a good panel. It's a good panel. Yeah. I hinted. At this last episode, we have a million clips of Jacqueline confessionals saying, I'm a woman now. Did she say why? What preceded the now? She turned 20 years old. Oh. Wow. Not, not at top model. Not an age I would have happened anywhere. <laughs> you can't really give that to top model. No, but Tyra does. Up. One sec. I want to parse this out because, like, I know some people say that when they're 18. Some people say that when they're 21. We even have some uh, customs where it's like 15, a quinceanera, mm-hmm. stuff like that. 20. Bad mitzvah, you're 13. 20? Just because it, we're in the 20s She's not a teenager yes. anymore. I mean, I guess that is true. Mm-hmm. Tyra immediately cut then to Tyra immediately calling her a child. But then we cut to a clip, which is so good. And maybe the reason to watch the first five minutes of this episode. Because... We see Jacqueline trying to make her bed, her bottom bunk bed, the fitted sheet. Can't do it. So she screams, Monique! Monique, come here! Monique's response, Can you wait a fucking second? Because she is fully downstairs in the other bedroom. So she makes Monique, or she tries to make Monique to make her bed. Now there's a tongue twister. And Monique's like, I don't, I didn't even make my bed. I hate doing it. Do it yourself. Also, why did you ask Monique for this? Because she's a mom. Yeah, I think that is. Jacqueline and Monique had this like big sister, little sister energy that we saw a lot. You know, she's not going to make your bed though. We have lots of clips. Trying to make Monique too sexy. Huh. And then we get a confessional of Brittany, who basically slut shames Monique because she once mentioned wanting to do Victoria's Secret. Cool. Oh, a thing that our lead judge is famous for seems like a perfectly acceptable thing to do. Mm-hmm. During the Cheaties teach. <laughs> I'm so glad we're back to Cheaties. <laughs> the Teachy, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> During the Teachies. Andre slumped to the ground, says that she fainted, but we see her just kind of like slowly sink. Huh. And then it is not explained. It is very weird. Why edit that in? Yeah, why keep it? You know who didn't get along in the house? Dominique and Rune. Hmm. Mm. Definitely different vibes. Yeah. Dominique was not feeling Rune's finger thingy. And then they showed a lot of clips of Rune doing it. Hmm. Dominique started doing it, like making fun of it and doing back to them. Uh-oh. And then Rune told Dominique that they would kick her in the vagina if she kept making fun of it. Hmm. That seems like an escalation. <laughs> Not friends. <laughs> 
that's our sex educator. (laughs) (laughs) They used the medical term. They did. Well, kind of. (laughs) Now, I'm going to kick you in the vulva. (laughs) I'll kick you in the labia majora. Yes. Hannah, one of Hannah's alien powers is she had a precognition about Molly's hair and how she was going to complain about it before the makeovers. So really, definitely human Hannah's. They hold up. (laughs) So they called her hippie Hannah. Mm -hmm. Not our words, the shows. The shows. And she's doing things that you can see why they said that. But we didn't see them until this. But they never showed them in the show proper. Mm -mm. That she's like a crystal person. Nope. Nope. Shops at a store named Ambrosia, probably. (laughs) Probably. We also got during uh, Jacqueline's birthday. Footage of all these other people not believing that Kasha was 26. And we get a ANTM production skincare with Kasha in black and white. <laughs> where we are told she drinks water, water, water. Mm. Exfoliates two times a week. And then uses a, a serum or something more potent. Eye cream. Sometimes vitamin E. They were trying to find things that Kasha did to make her skin look so good. So a very normal skincare routine. (laughs) Yep. There is a, of course, we're not done with white girl rapping because there is an Alexandria confessional pump up rap. Oh, Alex, no. (laughs) I'd be like, whoa. (laughs) On the kitty cat shoot with the leopard that shouldn't have been there. Mm Mm-hmm. As Mr. J walked up with Murado, he said, look at all the little girls. Little girls, little girls. (laughs) (laughs) There was not a hint of Rachel Zoe to be seen. I don't know if something happened in the interim. Let me say this. I have a musical theater opinion that is controversial yet brave. I know what your musical theater opinion is. I know. The Cameron Diaz version of Little Girls. The superior one. There, I said it. It's definitely better than Taraji P. Henson's. <laughs> I think it's better than all of the versions of it. But you know why? <laughs> because Cameron Diaz's version is a song. <laughs> <laughs> you watch the original Annie, so much of that is talking. <laughs> Jacqueline did indeed create a swear jar. And then we had the montage, because they'd already paid for it, the Monique bleep sticker on everyone's mouth especially Britney's. Oh, that's not shocking. Then, to further Monique, we get more people who were at the meet and greet, and it make, it just makes it seem like every single person they met was a plant. <laughs> because we had one woman who asked if they had, or when they're like, do you want our picture? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to sell them on eBay for a couple dollars. Except we know that that's not true, because where are they? Exactly. Try to find them. And then another woman who asked to touch Alexandria's hair, but then Alexandria said, do you want to taste it too? Maybe she was trying to like out weird her. I do not know. Did they maybe, maybe they gave every single person who was there like, hey, here's a thing we want you to say to somebody. Yeah, that's what I mean. Huh. Uh, Jacqueline at the dinner, at that exclusive dinner, chosen just Personalized dinner, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Personalized, personalized. Jacqueline asked Miss J to set her up with someone. And when... She's a woman now. Yeah. And when Miss J asked what kind of wallet should he have, her answer, a leather one. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) 
perfect. Love it. That is that is that is just like my favorite internet celebrity quote of all time. When I say internet, I mean like it's on the internet. Demi Lovato. Them being asked, what is your favorite dish? I think that's it, right? Yes. And they go, a mug. <laughs> Because you could Great hold choice, <laughs> but it's so clearly not the question. I know, but it's the so sincerity. <laughs> they have such sincerity in their voice when they talk about that. I adore it. Describe your perfect date. So we see more of the Brittany Alexandria friendship in the recap because friendship or finger quotes friendship. Friendship, 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 friendship. Hug it out, friendship. Because apparently, when they came back from something, they thought they saw Usher and P. Diddy, in their words, in the apartment building lobby. And then Brittany proceeded to hump the floor and pull herself (laughs) like a a dog with an itchy butt Mm. across the tile. Swiffered. Yeah. Tyra... Does a basic does basically a a women be shopping joke <laughs> to disregard Michaela's ability to do the crazy shoot? Right. I'm sorry. One of my favorite things. If y'all don't know what that means, <laughs> if I may, because this is one Wait. of my favorite things. I love the the categorization of a women be shopping joke. Because what it means, if you don't know, is it's any stand-up or comedian who makes a joke who's like, men are so different than women. There is two genders and it's a binary and men, all men, no matter what are this and all women are this and every woman loves to shop and men hate to shop. Mm-hmm. And I just love the phrase, women be shopping. I love it. It's so funny. It's a lot like wives, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Or the it's the it's our version of the take my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> we see lots of moments of Brittany and Alexandria bonding, including seemingly right after they got back from the Hall of Portfolios. They like were up all night walking and having fun on the it was very it felt very like Britney's like I'm gonna show them footage of us <laughs> being friends. <laughs> Montage this. I mean, yeah. this is a Laverne modern. and Shirley theme song. <laughs> We're gonna do it. <laughs> they leave the Molly hair removal to the end to make it seem like she had the hair for longer. Why? It was already so long. That also makes the show look worse. They also blame her baby fine hair and then try to make it seem like Tyra wanted it out. <laughs> Oh, come on. There was no mention of when they put it back in that one time. Great. And then they pretend it happens before the ghost sees. Reconstruct that narrative. (laughs) Also, if you're going to reconstruct it, reconstruct it that Tyra wanted it out and it happened super quickly. That's that's how you gaslight. Come on. (laughs) The reappearance. They cat. They're like, and don't uh, wait up until the end of the episode where we catch up with Anne. They don't. They don't. <laughs> what? What do you think that was maybe part of something else? No, I think they were like, and we're gonna show her photo shoot. And they but they don't say anything other than like they show like a shaky video of Anne going through the MTA subway turnstile. Bacon cat peeking out of her bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's you and I against the world, bacon cat. <laughs> 
And finally, we have our top five descriptions. Oh, this is my favorite part. Yeah, yeah. So will it be Molly, the athletic blonde who is hung on through many bad hair days? Kasha, the fiercely real girl with more experience than the other girls combined. Woof. (laughs) She has fiercely real experience. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah, the free-spirited Texas girl who stands out in photos, but not yet in front of the judges. I think that's kind of fair. (laughs) Except Texas. They're doing anything they can to give give Hannah a personality. Get ready for these last two. Alexandria... The California surfer girl who is frequently misunderstood, but recently redeemed herself. (laughs) And Brittany, the intense brunette from a trailer park in Pennsylvania. That's her whole thing? (laughs) That is her entire thing. Does not mention anything about her modeling ability. Or high fashion or couture or anything. (laughs) Or her blow up at panel well that's intense that's the intense part Uh, yeah i I guess that's the intense part (laughs) it makes sense that this comes right before the episode we're about to watch because i felt like episode 10 was very much a let's check in and all these narratives let people update themselves we're gonna get some new information we're gonna let these contestants sort of define themselves sometimes but it feels like they're they're reaching for a reset I had a captions crunch in previously on Mm. before we get to your amazing point you just made. (laughs) When Jay said in the last episode, it smells a bit, right? This time in previously on, it says it smells a bit, ripe. You know what's (laughs) funny is the in the episode I heard ripe too. But but then they corrected it in the second episode. And I'll say last thing I'm previously on, and I want to get back to Hannah's point, is that it's literally the blondes and Brittany. <laughs> well, in previously, Tyra says these names like she's never said them before, <laughs> including pronunciations like Molly, <laughs> Hannah, <laughs> they, <Ta-cha>. each, <laughs> they each get a close up, except then Molly and Brittany get bonus close ups where they're both crying. Mm hmm. But yeah, it's like new country, new show. Yeah, also new show of Top Model because we don't even get a fucking plane. A map? Not a head bobbled. We are just in Marrakesh. We do jump right in with the exotic flutes, though. We also get how we are getting this. I do not know. More Alexandria backstory because she has gone from being a diamond to a chameleon. And she has a gecko, which isn't a chameleon, but is a gecko. (laughs) I have a gecko at home. He doesn't change colors, but I sure do. Ding! (laughs) It was like, it was like (laughs) the sound editor assumed she winked even though she didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And then she screams too loudly. It was too loud. Yeah. Yeah. That was too loud a shriek for that small of a space. I'll say this, though. One thing that is consistent with Alexandria, she really is excited about animals. She's an animal lover, and it's a kind of a behind-the-scenes storyline that we're seeing a lot. Molly says, apparently she looks like she wants to kill everybody, looking like she wants to kill everybody. Yeah, but that was a real big jump from being told you're cold to wanting to kill everyone, which makes me think you do. Well, what's the coldest thing? A dead body. <laughs> Revenge. Served. What? Iconically? Cold. 
Kasha. Hannah. Oh. Oh, oh, I love this moment, though. <laughs> Kasha knows what's up because, mm-hmm. of course, she does, and says IMG does not have a plus division. That was fascinating to me. Wouldn't normally get to walk into, don't have the division, but they have superstars. They're gonna make room for me. Loved, uh, love that she called them out. Love that they kept it in. I'm mm-hmm. shocked they kept it in. I also thought it was great that uh, in her talking heads, there's no more fiercely real. No. Kasha no. says plus size. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah says her best thing. <laughs> and I know I said that last episode and I get it, but Hannah's, Hannah's growing on me because Hannah's a little bit of a goofball. Because <laughs> when she says she sees camels, she goes... It's got camel toes. <laughs> and then laughs with a joy that I have never seen in someone. <laughs> Brittany's new storyline, She Will Not Be Outdone by Alexandria, is that she works at a bar where they kill snakes and hang them up behind the, skins. the bar. Where she comes from, you see a snake, you kill it, you skin it, you eat it, and if you work at this bar, you also hang its skin on the wall as a warning to other snakes. Now, have I gone into a lot of bars in the South with snake skins on the wall? Absolutely. That is a common thing. But, but she's in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but the middle of Pennsylvania. Sure. They call it Pennsylvania. It's yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but it's very true. Yeah. Uh, you know how Kasha also knows what up? She has traveled before because she has a water bottle. That is bigger than all the contestants combined. <laughs> she is ready to walk and to hydrate. So they head, they arrive at Jama Elfina Square, which seems super cool. But not fun fact, one day after this episode aired, there was a bombing there. <sighs> so rough timing, but also <sighs> terrible. So yeah. It was literally one day after the shoot. No, after the, the ep- aired. episode oh, aired. Episode aired. Got yeah. it, I got it. They're greeted by the Jays, who are both wearing gorgeous eye makeup. Yes, it's immediately ruined by the accent choice. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. But we Miss, have one Miss nice J moment. <laughs> Miss J is up to their old tricks. <laughs> <laughs> A character reel we never ask for. <laughs> and then Mr. J tries to give us the justification for why they've come to Morocco. And it goes a little something like this. Designers have been inspired by Morocco and major models like Kate Moss frequent here for photo shoots and she loves to shop. And Yves Saint Laurent considered Marrakesh their second home. Kate Moss be shopping. (laughs) And that's why we came to Marrakesh. Photo shoots and tourism. Just don't say anything. Just don't say anything. It's easier. And were y'all ready for a monkey prank. <laughs> I monkey prank. Hated this monkey prank. Of course you did. It was dangerous and bad. Hated the prank. Loved the transitional shot of that monkey posing. <gasps> oh, that is my animus. That <laughs> and also pulling the chain and being like, you ain't uh-uh, that's the best done. pose we've seen this entire cycle. Yes. Yes. So much was uh conveyed in that monkey's pose. But yeah, I did not like them putting a monkey on from behind. No. Dangerous for everyone involved, including the monkeys. Yeah, because obviously the contestants are going to flip out. Yeah. 
And it's dangerous. And I know Alexandria loves to scream in the face of animals, but that's a bad idea. I wish they'd been judged on the photos they took with that tiny camera, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did you see – this happened a little bit before, but there was a hat on the ground that was moving. Yeah. Was that Molly's weave? (laughs) I'm coming for you, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) So the contestants are told they're going to have a traditional Moroccan lunch and a fashion tour of Marrakesh. We also get the oldest talking head of Hannah describing the prize package pre-makeover. Pre-top model. (laughs) It was too old. This was her graduation video. (laughs) It was her audition for top model, honestly. But also, we just found out from your recap of the recap, Alexander, that Mm -hmm. Hannah has personality. Yep. And instead, they give us this clip where she just... Hannah's version of a reset is... I'm an only child with good parents. Like, that's the personal information we find out. And a horse. Has been on horse. (laughs) There was something so weird about the phrase prize package. It's not wrong. We just never hear it. Because she is a alien. Well, because also, we've discussed this. I think we discussed it in a mailbag or an upcoming mailbag. But they don't often have the contestants talk about the money. And Hannah seems like part of the reason she's here is for that $100,000, which I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying I'm surprised they leave it in. And she says she's going to put the other girls in the shadows. So my new theory is... That's where Hannah is from. <laughs> She's from the Shadow Realm, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Shadow Realm. Mm-hmm. This lunch does look amazing. Yeah, it, I can tell you what was in it because I Ooh. found the menu. Oh, so there's three menu sizes. They there's small dinner, dinner, and gourmet dinner. So it's like prefix stuff. Yeah, they got a gourmet dinner, which they shared one order of, an, an assortment of Moroccan salads, pastilla with pigeon and almond, mm-hmm. tagine of the day. Couscous Marrakeshi, pastilla with milk, orange salad with cinnamon, and mint tea and Moroccan pastries. And it looked so tasty. So good. And it was they nice to see happy. Yeah, it was nice to see nobody bitching or being shitty tourist about yeah. this food. Brittany was enchanted. This is what my house looks like in the future. Kasha was so confused about Brittany's house in the future moment. <laughs> Kasha, how do you not remember I'm from a trailer park? I'm not thinking about you all the time, Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) I do like, though, as much as Brittany's not my fave, nor it feels like any of our fave. No. It is, I can put myself in the place of someone who has not had a lot financially is getting to experience a decent amount of luxury. Yes. And how excited she seems so genuinely excited about it. And that's kind of cool to see. That is my, my favorite part of Brittany generally is that she does seem so excited to experience new things yeah yeah i'd agree with that another great transition of a camel winking straight to camera <laughs> and then we are at villa amir which according to alexandria looks like a villa because you saw it as you walked in the door right there <laughs> it looks like a villa because it is one because it's labeled as such <laughs> Brittany, by the way, says about Kasha, I know she like wants to change the industry or whatever, but I'm better. (laughs) 
I was like, wow, tell us how Brittany. you really feel. Uh-huh. Why is Andre Leon Talley having to support the wall? Wondered that as well. <laughs> we know that, he's weird around fashion people. <laughs> that goes on the whole time of the introduction. It feels like a sitcom thing where super glue got put on him <laughs> and then or, he got stuck and is trying to make it fashion. Or it's just, it fell and was like, oh, Audrey's going to hold it up. Conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. Was this another challenge that was edited by the show to not appear to be a challenge so Kasha doesn't get a win? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I got that vibe similar to that painting thing that Nick. Nicole. That Nicole won. Oh, oh gosh, I don't even remember her name. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, she's she edited it out. Chloe, you mean? Wasn't her name really Chloe? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nicole, yes. Chloe. <laughs> I I think I think that is very, very astute. About Nurdeen Amir. There's two quotes on his website. I'll read one and tell you who wrote the other because it does make sense. I accumulate a mountain of matter. Then I touch, I mix, I experiment. I start with the middle around which the form is created, and I never know when I stop. The shape is created by itself. It is born from the matter. And then he has a quote from uh, Pierre Berge about him, who was a patron who co-founded the fashion label Yves Saint Laurent. So was a uh, was his lover. So there, I mean, there is a connection to Morocco and Yves Saint Laurent. I also spent college touching, mixing, and experimenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that also makes sense because their stuff is described as going from sculpture to fashion. Yeah. And you can really see that, which is cool. I love the thing they put Brittany in. Oh, yeah. I did too. And so does Brittany, which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is very annoying <sighs> regarding Kasha is they have Kasha's measurements. And also, it seems like a lot of the time, the reason these don't fit Kasha is because they insist on pulling it up rather than over. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We skipped Andre saying, I hope these are your travel clothes. You look dreadful. <laughs> like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, but this is, you know, it. I flash back to Takara's cycle. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. where the stylist just could never fit anything it's just it's so consistent on it feels weird that the only plus size contestant that we didn't see this from is alexandra Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't ever remember it coming up and i don't know if it's because for whatever reason that particular cycle they just it was not of interest she did not get upset so they didn't edit it in or that they did the right thing and always made sure that there was stuff that was appropriately sized for alexandra but like this (sighs) And there's a part of me that gets that if stuff is sculptural, it's got a very specific sizing to it because it's stiffer. It's probably made out of less flexible stuff. But at the same time, why not have something ready if you know who's coming? That's the thing. They ha- and they did have something. What Hannah wore also looked like it could have fit Kasha too. Yes, it did. That's true. Because you didn't even need arms out for Hannah's thing. <laughs> it's really hard to see Kasha in her words. Uh, here, I just got that really awesome feeling that they were just like, okay, why the fuck is she here? It yeah. sucks. And it does suck. And it sucks to see her so defeated by it. Because it is really defeating. It literally defeats what she's there to do. Yeah. And Kasha has been so, in my opinion, vulnerable and honest about what she is as a model and what the where the industry is. Mm-hmm. And so it feels like if this is happening to her... 
and upsetting her this much, it would be even more devastating to other folks. Because it feels like Kasha's really, like, analyzed this. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it feels like she's really done some work on how, like, I'm going to have to walk through the industry this way. So if this is still And it feels like her, someone who really wants to give the industry the benefit of the doubt because she loves it. Yeah. And to have the industry then not do the smallest amount to meet her there is really upsetting. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It never feels like Kasha's trying to be unreasonable. Mm-hmm. No. You know, and she shouldn't have to be quote unquote reasonable, but again, she's trying to meet the industry where it is and uh and of course, she's the only one with heels. And this is this makes an even worse look for Molly who won't shut up about how heavy her dress is to walk in as Kasha is smiling through and being so polite to these people who insist on ripping things on and off her. Mm -hmm. And then her final look, they, it looks like they just grabbed a shitty piece of fabric and wrapped it around her. Oh yeah. That was, she did somehow look gorgeous. Still the top was nice. The top was fine, but it's, and she wore it like it was. Oh Yeah. Gorgeous. But it was it looked like a wrap skirt they had yes. like constructed in the moment though. But mm-hmm. I loved when they said, Oh, Kasha has heels. Well, I packed mine. But she said in a cuter way than I just did. It was like, Well, I packed mine. Great. None of the rest of you packed your heels. And then to give her credit where credit's due, I guess, I it's still not great. But like Brittany at least walked on her toes. Yeah. Like better than Alexandria keeping <clears throat> her socks on, which is a crazy thing to just do. a crazy choice you would kill yourself has, has alexandria ever said something more alexandria than britney is a very strong competitor because she's pretty much just like me that was wild <laughs> except <gasps> i have something more a gecko and she <laughs> said that and started to cry yes she is moved by herself so often <laughs> I just see so much of myself in Brittany. <laughs> we then get the oldest talk. When is this Brittany talking head from with this evil laugh? This did, this was oh, in forever. the old apartment. It was literally in the LA confessional. Yeah. What was she talking about? I have no idea because it wasn't this. No, because they stitched the first part onto that evil laugh second part. Yeah, because it doesn't th- seem like Brittany's in a place anymore to say phrases like, you're going down, bitch. <laughs> like... So yeah, this feels like it was a challenge that Kasha won, but we don't see any of that. And instead, we fast forward to much later in the day after they've all changed slash purchased new outfits. Yeah. Yeah, there seems like the prize was maybe Kasha got money to spend shopping, and then she gave some of that money to get everyone new tops. This was weird. Totally unexplained. And all they say is Andre brings them up and then they grow. Yeah, they're sheer. No explanation otherwise. <laughs> Hannah says Andre Leontali is there with a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> this one. <laughs> for, for him, not for them. Andre is right about um, tea being very important in Morocco. Yeah. And they, they don't. They go hard on tea because there's so much mint and gunpowder tea that is used to make traditional Moroccan tea. And you just drink it all day. Anywhere, if you go shopping, they'll give you tea. If you like come in and say, ask for directions, they'll give you tea. Tea is like what you give to literally every person you meet. Love. Yeah. Andre <laughs> asks Alexandria, how do you feel at this stage of the competition? 
pageant mode activate. <laughs> I feel very, very unique. And then she says that this is her first country. <laughs> and I know what she means. <laughs> I do know what like she the means. Iraq and the such as <laughs> <laughs> And then in her talking head she does this fawning and it was so great of Mr. Tally. Mr. <sighs> Mr. Tally. In a way that once again makes me so uncomfortable. He's not here. You don't need to suck up. <laughs> And so much for the realistic model digs of seasons prior. <laughs> Lie from last cycle. Lie. We decided we did, not, <laughs> we did not like that. <laughs> so instead, you're getting something less common for people to live in than ever for the models in the this modeling is, world. They I mean. are literally at a Spa. This is a spa. Oh my god, that pool and that outdoor shower. There is only six rooms at this place, and they were in one of the largest rooms. And then Molly's still gonna bitch about it. But how how dare you be upset about having to share a giant bed when there are six thousand couches you could sleep on instead of it's really that big a problem? Go sleep by the pool on a chaise lounge. And the theme is no longer Tyra at 16. <laughs> now it's Tyra in this one photo shoot she did here. Where? What was that pool room photo with well, that she man? She did something with uh, another model. And sometimes she's just lying on top of him. Also, no Anne photos. No, not a single Anne photo. Well, good. Because if they showed me that cover girl photo <laughs> one more time. <laughs> so Molly, because Molly was first in but didn't want to claim a bed, has to share a bed with Kasha and Brittany. Love that Hannah was one of the two who quickly claimed a single bed. You expect it from Alexandria. I'm just saying, I love Hannah's hatred of Molly. Me too. Because it pops yeah. up in the most fun ways. <laughs> yeah, Molly explains the you snooze, you lose, buddy rules, <laughs> which I appreciate. But yeah, it's Hannah seems like the kind of person who wants to make the most out of things, which is exactly the opposite of what Molly is trying to do. Molly says, I can't sleep with my boyfriend half the time. Fuck. And when Tai Tai Baby Mail comes up and Molly refuses to, to get, get out, out, of out of bed, bed. Hannah says, Molly's like, I can see it from here. <laughs> and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And Molly literally goes, I'm not moving. And she's also putting like a rolly ball thing under her eyes. She seems like the kind of person oh, that her uses... like jade roll, her quartz roller. Well, I was going to say, it, she seems like the kind of person who owns relaxation devices, but doesn't use them in a relaxing way. So she's just jade rolling. <laughs> just does it really angry. While yeah. plotting the death of her enemies. <laughs> I don't think she travels well. Oh, no. <laughs> this ray of sunshine... <laughs> And guys, Brittany and Alexandria are best friends because they high five now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So they arrive 
at the Agafe Desert, which is not a sand desert. It is an earth an earthen plateau. You would have to drive at least nine hours to get to the sand desert. I don't know why they let Mr. J start writing his own intros. Oh my lord. Because... Well, I guess it's no surprise to you guys to see a camel out in the middle of the Moroccan desert, right? What are you talking about? (laughs) And then goes on to ask them who is engineered to be a top model. And finally, Hannah was like, beep boop. (laughs) (laughs) He's also like, riding this camel isn't as easy as it looks. Just watch me get off and then does none of the work while the camel trainers... Help the camel to sit, and all Mr. J has to do is sling his leg over. Yeah. He more illustrated that it's maybe hard to tame a camel. (laughs) To (laughs) To give him a tiny bit of credit, I do like his leather jacket here. Mr. J has dressed way better this cycle. Yeah. Yes. This was a nice jacket. Yeah. I've liked a lot of his clothes this cycle. I've been like, I don't wear that. That's pretty chic. We meet our photographer, Michael Woolley. Who is going to have more of a storyline than most photographers on this show ever have. And that to contrast that, I have never found less about a well-known photographer. Yes. I found zero. Not even a Wikipedia page. And I thought I misspelled was, it. For someone who has apparently worked as much as he did, it seems very strange. I found he died in 2020. And he, for five years, the last five years of his life, he worked at the Kingston School of Art in London. Their website had an article of remembrance, and this is how they described him. Listen closely. Michael was an internationally renowned fashion photographer. His work was featured in the world's most iconic magazines. In his photography career, Michael was known for working fast and provoking spontaneous reactions in his subjects and for uplifting positivity on set. (laughs) He brought similar energy to his work as a teacher with lessons full of laughter, enthusiasm, and debate. Well, Alexandria didn't write this. (laughs) (laughs) It really felt like there was a conversation between Mr. J and Michael Woolley, where Michael Woolley said, so who do we hate? (laughs) Who do we hate? Who do we love? Mm -hmm. Who do we hate? Who do we love? Fill me in. I hated him saying European sophistication because this whole thing from now until panel made me incredibly uncomfortable with how othering yes. it is. You are in this country. Please respect this fucking country you're in. Well, and that there will be other people in this photo shoot who are never spoken of, spoken to, named, acknowledged. Tyron, even. Mm-hmm. Yep. It made me uncomfortable when Michael Woolley, whose full name I will say every time, (laughs) said that he wants to see the horizon in the model's eyes. Because what a big what of a sentence. (laughs) So they're told that it's a Berber-inspired shoot. Mm -hmm. The term Berber comes from a Greek term which meant non-Greek speaking and has been used to describe people in Germany, the Celts, the Gauls. Anyone that didn't speak Latin or Greek or just referred to as Berber. So that's a fun little history thing. (laughs) (laughs) But in a literal sense, what they're going to do is ride a camel and take a photo. And it Mm -hmm. seems like the photo's meant to show like a caravan. Yes. And they are potentially leading it. The white people leading the Moroccan 
caravan. Well, and the styling did not seem like it had been well-researched or was specific to the country and its history. Not at all. I'll also argue that Molly's outfit didn't look like it was in the same universe. (laughs) I'll argue that Kasha's outfit was from Dune. (laughs) Camels are fascinating. Read up about them. They're really fascinating. I totally nerded out about camels. But it should surprise no one that they're related to llamas and vicuñas because if you want a grumpy animal, pick the camelids. <laughs> Can I tell y'all my llama story? Please. So I don't remember exactly where it was, but when I was pretty young, there was a llama riding thing. And the idea was that they were tethered to a thing in the middle and they were just kind of walking in a circle. It's for like little kids. Yeah, like I got on and I was told, because I was nervous about it. I was a pretty like skittish kid about stuff like this. And, but I got on, I wanted to do it. And they were like, no, we promise you. The camel's going to just walk forward. That's all it's going to (laughs) do. I get on and that camel, not camel, that llama Llama. sits immediately. (laughs) Refuses to get up. I'm completely at a 45 degree angle and they cannot get it to move. And then they have to cancel the ride for the rest of the kids. You broke the llama. And I got off and then the camel got up and another kid got on and he was fine. And so to this day, I don't know what I, llama community, I'm here to say, I'm sorry for what I, I don't know what I did. I am sorry. I, I don't know why you hated me and all the other kids are fine. <laughs> Sorry to this llama. <laughs> you I apologize to-, to that camelid. <laughs> because my parents were literally like, I don't know, Jennifer, that llama just really didn't like you. Like, they had no way to explain this to me. And I just left being like, llamas hate me. Maybe if you were fakely pleasant like Molly is to Michael Woolley when he comes back to talk to her. Oh my god. That that is such a strain for Molly to confirm her name. I don't even know your name. I guess I have to pretend not to be a bitch and respond to my own name. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) You look like a Molly. Uh, Great. Hey, if it was edited properly, she's not second to last. Well, yeah. Has Molly ridden a mechanical bull before? Yeah, they talk about Hannah, but Hannah's electric bull. (laughs) (laughs) Not gasoline powered for Hannah. Someone's shoveling coal into this bull. (laughs) (sighs) These contestants will not give each other the slightest bit of anything. No. And we've talked about it in the past. It is always refreshing to see people accurately recognize their competition. And I think in this group, Kasha is the one who comes the closest to doing that. But for Brittany to say of Molly that she just so happened to lean back and jerk forward, that's not how bodies work. No. That That is someone that knows what they're doing. It was purposeful. Yeah. (laughs) She shifted her weight to balance correctly. Also, this photographer talks too quietly for my taste. Well, and just there's too much character in the photographer. Yes. Because I want to get into this Alexandria and the photographer oh conversation. My God. This my is God. one of the weirdest things I've ever experienced. Well, and this is why Mr. J just poisons the well immediately. Mm-hmm. And it feels like Michael Woolley is like, okay, I get it. We hate her. Time to be mean. 
Yeah, is he dumb or willfully misunderstanding? Because Alexandria says, I really want to hit this out of the park. And he says, oh, I think that's the wrong illusion because we're in the desert. (laughs) And then Alexandria is like, oh, British people don't know what baseball is. I should have made a cricket or a polo reference, which would have loved to have heard. Which I would have, I want to know what that would have been. And then she's like, well, I just, I really want to like, Give it my all. And he's like, well, that's not what modeling is. Anyway. It's all about heart. It's all about soul. Bye. (laughs) He's just, it's so weird to have a photographer on this show that is not creepy, but is real shitty. Yeah. It's refreshing in a way. (laughs) Yeah. Just very rude and stuck up. But only to Alexandria. Mm, Well, no. Mostly though. Mostly to Alexandria. Like this is, guys, this is beyond weird. Him saying, him acting like hit it out of the park isn't a thing that people say. And I'm not saying that all idioms work everywhere. Yes. To be like, I think that's wrong because we're in the desert. Yeah, that's why it's that's why it's a turn of phrase. <laughs> she wasn't describing how she was literally going to pose. Crack. Because he's pretty shitty to Kasha as well. Yep. For very different reasons, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not better, of course, but... But to say that it was painful shooting her, anytime a photographer says something like that, unless the contestant is really willfully being difficult to work with it always pings something in me where i'm yeah. like this is not right that's not a good way to talk about somebody who you're directing yeah hannah impressively stands up on the camel as it rises a lot of them are standing on the camel which i was surprised Brittany and alexandria both definitely do it as well definitely human hannah <laughs> who loves riding electric bulls in bars yeah. says this isn't like a Bunking Bronco? You can't expect all the vocabulary to upload at the same time. <laughs> oh, but it's she she said bunking, but it's bucking, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. She does a great job though. Yeah. Probably her best ever, it. really. Mm-hmm. And seems to have a lot of options. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I just need to call out here. Brittany has decided to get way too close to the camera in her confessionals in Morocco. Did she scoot that chair up? Because that's not where her face is supposed to be. Because they usually get them closer for some reason. That's a tradition, but it feels like she centered herself somehow. She's getting real sweaty and pushing those bangs back. <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, of course, Brittany, wink dings. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where the font comes from. Wing dings. Yeah, wink, wink dings. <laughs> She also eyebrow pumps to the skull mail, which I loved. Mm, <laughs> skull mail. And now they have a little Tyramel couch for three. <laughs> <laughs> so we've confirmed that Tyra is smelly. Yes? And is wants everyone to know. <laughs> yeah, very open about that. <laughs> and why did Tyra get lost at the airport? So Franca had to babysit her and save her. I needed more of this story. Yes. What happened? And then Tyra calls Franca out for being a two-finger typer like Tyra. (laughs) The panel room. New room is extremely full of purple. (laughs) I now feel like y'all are going to disagree with me. Look, I find this room more gorgeous than the average international destination room. This 
felt to me very like Aladdin themed restaurant. Yeah, I, it went in a kind of Pier 1 imports direction for me. Yeah, there were a lot of lanterns hanging, and then and one, one... The one huge one! <laughs> the one that took up a spot because the it was originally meant for a sixth contestant. That should have been Jacqueline instead of Lantern. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, but I don't know, y'all. I just... Maybe it's because Top Model doing this podcast has just made me expect the least from the international ones that I was like, dare I say that some of the choices were subtle in the sense that... It was subtle because it was white and purple. Yes. yes. It like it wasn't the colors that I would think Top Model would choose to represent Morocco. And for that, I thanked them. <laughs> You could probably take a pretty soothing nap in that room. Yeah. Ooh, maybe this was at the spa. If we want to give it a lot of credit, maybe it was at the spa. Who knows? That's what they should have done. They should have had a pool in the middle. I know I hate clear runways, but this is the time to do it. (laughs) I do love that they're very committed to that bit of bringing the lights up on the contestants. That made the trip abroad. I was really surprised by that. I thought that was going to leave with America. And Tyra says the phrase when i was a model so now tyra is no longer a model she's retired Mm -hmm. she's retired i'm gonna say right now i thought this was a pretty good panel for tyra generally yeah me too i wrote the same note we got a lot of interesting behind the scenes information and she seemed to be on the side of the contestants in a way that we haven't seen in a really long time and also phrased things very kindly. Yes. In a way that it, she felt less TV somehow. I agree. Yeah. And then we, as much as I loved, Brittany's eyebrow pump to skull mail is the amount I hated. <laughs> Nigel's eyebrow pump to camels. <laughs> Hot. They have two boobs on their back. <laughs> Leave those camels alone, Nigel. <laughs> A camel is actually Tyra's signature. That's what the tea with boobs is. It's a little camel she's making. Brittany is first. I find this photo incredibly contrived. Yeah, it's you don't even look at the camel. She could be standing on anything. I, I just, why is her hand up in her scarfy thing? And this is some of the styling that comes off the most offensive. Uh-huh. To me. Also, Nigel calls her androgynous. What? Where? Yeah, that was an odd comment. That didn't seem, that wasn't something that I felt like came across. I don't know. Mm. There's something kind of perfectly bland about this to me, mm. which just, is my, you know, you called it contrived, which I guess is like potato, potato, but I just, mm. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. This is the second episode in a row now where I felt like Brittany was doing a lot. And I wonder why the other poses aren't ones that, is it her face is not great in those other ones or something like that? Like, it always feels like Britney's giving you a lot of pose options, but the ultimate photo we get, I'm thinking about the crazy for fashion one, I'm thinking about this one, it feels like there's a reason they're not choosing her potentially more interesting or fashionable Maybe. choices. I mean, Tyra has said it, I wonder if she really is working too hard mm. and you see it on camera. Yeah, you see a tensity, you see a tightness. Mm-hmm. And I will, and not to compare myself to Brittany, this was something that I had to learn not to do because early on as a young creative actor person, 
I thought that working really hard equated being better. So I would always push really hard every time I got in a professional setting. And I do think that's something you have to learn how not to do, especially when you really care about something in a way that I think Brittany truly does care about modeling. Yeah, that's true. And I'm going to give you the gift, Hannah. I think you can compare yourself to Brittany as much as you want. (laughs) You're just like Brittany. Exactly like Brittany. Uh, I don't think this is a good angle on her face. I like you, but I don't like either of you. You mean you love us, but you don't like us. No, I stick by what I said. (laughs) I don't think this is a very good angle on her face. And I think overall, I don't think these pictures are framed very well. They're all framed very differently. Differently. (laughs) She's the only one that gets the vertical camera phone version. (laughs) (laughs) Alexandria is next. And Alex is pulling out all the stops, pulling the hair back, wearing model basics. She is not going home today. Uh (laughs) And we get a surfer voice from Tyra. (laughs) But finally, it was cute because Tyra realizes this got away from her. (laughs) But this is the accent that has gotten away from her? (laughs) Well, because it did. All of them do. But this was one where even Tyra was like, wait, where am I? (laughs) (laughs) Alexandria, (laughs) how long have I been talking? (laughs) I was in that airport for days. (laughs) You know that movie, The Terminal? That was me. (laughs) I like this photo. I find this photo very interesting. I do too. There's something so cool about how still and straight she is standing. It looks like it's photoshopped, and Mm -hmm. we know she really did this. And they say she's angry, and I think she looks way less angry than Britney. I think she looks more determined. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think think this is also a well-composed shot. I like that, like... I think the styling is not as offensive as some of the other ones. There's a ton of levels, which is very cool. Then Tyra says something that I found not okay, which is that in the fashion industry, they'll never blame the photographer for a bad photo or childish behavior. They will blame the model, but then doesn't say that it's a bad thing that that's what they do. I thought it was implied. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving Tyra too much benefit of the doubt. I said even further, who has burned Tyra because she says that the power of a photographer is that they can just hand a crappy picture to a magazine. I was like, what are you referencing, Tyra? There is what a campaign were you unhappy about? There. On the opposite side, Nigel finally says that Alexandria is being misread, and Alexandria's like, yes, misread mm. is what is happening. And again, in this case, I do think that's true. I found it interesting how gentle they were with her. In a way that... They've never been with anyone else. Exactly. Which, once again, I don't want to... I don't want Alexandria to suffer just because other people have. And I do... The, as we've said on this podcast, she does need to learn how to read the room. Because yeah. after that first interaction, where the photographer was determined to take it the wrong way, that's where you cut and run. That's where you say, great, excited to start the shoot, and you get out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think overall, I think this is way more successful than the, than they seem to be. I honestly it. truly like this one. I mm-hmm. think this is interesting, and this is not what you would expect someone to do on this shoot. Yeah. I agree. Kasha is next. Before we get to her photo, I thought it was very adorable that she went out of her way not to blame the camel. Yeah. She's like, the yeah. camel was great. I had a tough time. It wasn't about them. thought it was very sweet. Yeah. Also, we learn a 
shocking world-breaking reveal yeah which is that the photographers are marking which ones they liked and they only chose one of kasha excuse him is this always been true where her body is covered but beyond that yes the cost of it all we'll get to but the, the i need to talk about any, this the photographers have any say in what gets chosen that they have an opinion does tyra always chosen one that the photographer has also chosen has she gone against the grain i need to know want the process story yes it was worth kasha being on the show just for this reveal <laughs> can we even it's hard to even critique this photo knowing all that stuff andre says that he finds the photo problematic and i find that word choice problematic <laughs> i agree it's a bad photo in the sense that you kind of can't tell she's on a camel because the camel is cropped out of the photo I, I think her body positioning is kind of cool yeah i don't hate her body in this photo and again, it's a different Kasha face, which I'm always asking for. So she has a fucking medallion of sorts in her eyes. And that is clearly not supposed, that's clearly a pendant. Yes. So it's too heavy to be worn where they put it on her. I know you brought it up, Hannah. Andre, I need to say it though, to reiterate, Andre has gone off the deep end this episode regarding the narrative of what this story is <laughs> because now it's something that was never told to them that mm-hmm. they're nomads in the desert and they're looking for an oasis and this this and that and it's like okay well that's the story you have created yeah mr j told them work with camel <laughs> and, I, and andre has this habit and it was in the documentary too that i watched of him where he kind of just talks in circles about this he uses the same words over and over and I think what happens or what happened in the fashion industry with him a little bit is that they found that like people in the fashion industry found that like, ooh, so witty because he's a smart guy, mm-hmm. right? But he kind of just will say until he hits on something that they're like, yes. And he he's really been doing it this cycle of just like going far, far, far. And then it's like, well, now we're so far away from where we started that now we're judging it on the story that Andre has created. Yeah, it's a, it's a problem specifically in judging. You can see how it would be an asset in picking photos mm-hmm. for a magazine yeah. in a way that it's really not helpful in a in the context of judging. Yeah. Yeah, because it becomes about which one can Andre create a story for. And then it's the best one because there is a story. And I love a photo with a narrative that's implied. Yeah, I agree. But his are just so far off the path of what the photo originally was well, a lot of times he'll choose now one story that every how does everyone hit that one story yeah because he correct he, it seems like he finds the one he likes and then looks for it in all the other photos yeah, yeah. tyra also throws every model slash actress under the bus <laughs> that was amazing i loved this <laughs> including herself she's like this is why models make awful actresses because they're too aware of their body and everything that it's doing she says it about molly but it's oh I, my I bad just, i just loved it though i, I loved it <laughs> well that's who's next so it's perfect mm-hmm. great oh my god look at the segue <laughs> this can't be molly's best photo right mm, i do think it's kind of cool it's nice to see the camel clearly in motion in a way that we haven't yet. Yeah. Getting ready to move. Getting ready mm, to sure. go. This bow. I, I don't. This whole outfit. Why these pants? Those pants. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm missing a reference. <laughs> but 
Molly's outfit doesn't feel like, like I said earlier, no, it's in the same universe as clothing. <laughs> uh, she is saying this is very Sex in the City goes to Morocco. Mm. There is zero Berber influence in mm. in this look. Didn't they do that in like the second movie? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh, look, the camel's knees look like they have knee pads on. <laughs> I I just I don't know. I think what I think happened. This is my opinion. This is my conspiracy theory about this photo. <laughs> Molly was so good at getting with the camel getting up and down, but Michael Woolley was not in a place to take that photo. So then only took, like, then started taking photos of her going up and down, making this camel go up and down, and then got this, like, not as good as when she originally went up on the camel. Mm, Sure. Wasn't ready for that first shot. It was like wanting to recreate it, and it just, it didn't have the spontaneity of it. I think that's realistic. I think that happens in a lot of creatives where something magical happens and you miss it. And I'm just telling you, just move on. Mm. Yeah. You missed it. That sucks, but like you missed it. Because the guy in the back looks like he's so bored. <laughs> he does have <laughs> sassy arm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse me. Also, that they're carrying all her luggage is what it looks like. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. That's the, the way, implication of this photo. The way for the sure. other people in the photo are used, used is just not good. As nameless servants, too. Uh-huh. Weirdly, for a show that loves to construct narratives that weren't there, they often don't think about the narrative that is there. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah is next. I, once again, really doubt that this was her best shot. There's no way. There's something so, and I actually really like this celebrity, there is something so Paris Hilton about this one to me, (laughs) where it's just like, look at me on the camel! (laughs) (laughs) Also, we talked about Molly's bow. What is going on in Hannah's hair with this thing? If this were an ad for the necklace at least that's like well (laughs) chunkasaurus but but i'll give dangly long ones a close second but i do feel that from it but there's something i don't know it's not bad necessarily this is like how her hair is kind of in the wind i think it would have been a better photo if she was looking the same direction that the camel and the two men are looking Mm. I think that's a fair point. Yes. I think that she, because she's looking straight at the camera, it's weird. There's, her face is good because Hannah has a gorgeous face, but it's just weird that it's direct. And also you don't see her legs at all. Well, the cropping of the whole photo is odd because they crop her too close at the top Top. of her head. Mm -hmm. And then you cannot see that they are actually in the desert. Yeah. Why isn't it just from further away? I'm telling you, I don't think Michael Woolley, as a renowned internationally known photographer who has no information at all about him on the internet, is maybe such a great photographer. He just wasn't set up for this. I truly wonder if just like, you know, thinking about how often we've said this with photographers and wanting to give the photographers a little bit of grace. I wonder how much Top Model is pressuring them to have the photos look very different. And so they're constantly having to do all these different setups and they're just not prepared and have the time to do it. Yeah. Because the quality of the photos, for the most part, like the lighting and stuff, I yeah. feel like is quite superior. I'd agree with that. I, it, I agree as well. Just the compositions are yeah just off it almost and in this again except for alexandria's despite the fact that he hated her yes it almost felt like the setup was too big 
Mm. Or it's like, just ride the camel around. Well, and we saw Kasha actually going in a circle with her camel. And it just feels like there's no way you could be at one place to get a good shot. No, because he was so far away from Alexandria, because he hated her, made it the best photo. (laughs) And then we go to Golden Corral for the salad bar station, because the word salad that Tyra says about Hannah, Hannah created a momentum that made me think the photograph was doing something totally different. What? What? How? <laughs> Why? Who? Where? When? <laughs> I literally don't know what that means. We, t- we can usually parse out. We can peel back the layers of the clementine and separate get, the uh, ingredients of the, the salad concoction <laughs> the layers and get to that juicy tyra what she actually meant i don't know what this the is the juicy pit of the tangerine the, the one peel <laughs> i don't know what's in that salad bar salad that she is brought to, back from the ta- to the table no it's all crouton it's, it's just like covered in blue cheese and i don't know what's in it Oh, you've been with my family? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I did not appreciate the judgmental looks from the judges when Hannah was talking about riding a mechanical electric bull. No, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that's very, I don't even know what that is. And it's also super applicable. Yeah. Tara, you were literally in Coyote Ugly, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Barely. Enough. Yeah, and we we have a little bit of proof that at one time, Hannah was a horse girl. So, like, she should be able to do this. And she did. Private panel. This soprano choral music for Alexandria's <laughs> judging. Such a strange choice. And then when Nigel says she should have jumped off. And Tyra says she would have broken her ankle. And then Nigel says, well, it would have been a good shot. <gasps> I was like, come on. Also, I'm Alexandria's is good. I don't get why they hate her so also, much. Also, they call they say that she looks like a little girl in her photo. How? Where? Andre says of Kasha that she looks like one of those trying to be a Byzantine princess. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, one of those is always one of those try hard Byzantine princesses that we've all met. And then I first wrote a note that said, why are we ignoring Franca? And then I said, oh, we should be ignoring Franca. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a strong, I don't want to be here energy. Mm-hmm. There was a strong, why did I have to come to Morocco energy? Yeah, because Franca says she would not like, she would not print Kasha's photo, nor would she hire Kasha. She also really seemed to dislike Brittany, too, which makes the rest of the cycle interesting. And somewhere, Dominique is very mad. Because mm-hmm. we get to a place of, oh, well, a model doesn't need to think. They don't have to have the thought. They just need to have the attitude. <laughs> oh. Oh, now? Oh, okay. <laughs> In this one episode, we have been like, models can't act. Models don't need to think. This whole episode the is like, The photographer is the one who's wrong. <laughs> they call Hannah stupid. They really do. They really yeah. fully just do. Yeah. And she's a weirdo. But I don't think she's dumb. No. And then there's even more exoticizing and othering from Andre about this shoot that just grosses me out. It just does. And especially with the history of Morocco and its imper- like, And it absolutely colonies. didn't help that it, we didn't have a Moroccan photographer. Nope. nope. We didn't have, it just, just didn't feel like we had folks 
in the crew that knew that what we were doing. What a shame when they did spend a part of the episode with a North African designer to then not feature those clothes. Yep. Yeah, I honestly thought that's what the photo shoot was going to be, was going to be in those clothes or something. Though I guess Kasha would have been fucked over either way. Yeah, they were just they were just done with Kasha. Let's be honest. They mm-hmm. were just done with her. I think she went further than they expected her to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call out order. Molly is first. Not not How? for me. <laughs> I would have given it to Alex. Me too. I could even see giving it to Hannah. She was going to be my number two, so mm-hmm. sure. But she didn't understand the narrative that they put on after the shot. <laughs> she should have predicted that. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb dumb. <laughs> Brittany is second. Very strange to me because they all seem to not like that photo. Well, I feel like they liked it fine. I feel like Franca disliked it but we just heard a lot of franca and then hannah is third which leaves alexandria and kasha in the bottom and look agree disagree with the bottom two we clearly disagree this is the perfect time to not send anyone home yeah you already are one person short and it's it's weird for the overseas trip so just don't send anyone home this episode Mm -hmm. we learn that alexandria's talent is spotty okay and it basically Kasha has a problem matching up with her gorgeous body, but it seemed like the photographer didn't know what to do with Kasha. Not that also, Kasha Tyra did- called out Nigel struggling when she talked about Kasha's problems. Well, she said something that was like, she's in the trash. Nigel struggling. I was like, what do you mean she's in the trash? Were you talking about last week's photo? Oh. Yes. Huh. Yes, it was about last week's photo. And if you were, don't. (laughs) But also, Kasha was third last week. So, Also, Tyra, if you're going to say something like that, provide more context. So Alexandria stays. Mm -hmm. What? And immediately rubs her cry face all over Kasha's face. What? Do we think Alexandria whispered to Kasha that Kasha had to acknowledge, forced to acknowledge, too fat to model? (laughs) She didn't, but I do believe Alexandria is the kind of person who is like, you represent something amazing. Like, you know what I mean? It was very, yeah. And then Tyra blames Kasha again. Just let Kasha leave. Let Kasha get back to work. She knows Uh, all this. She said it more effectively than you ever will. Just let her go. And you know who should be insulted? V Magazine, who Uh gets called Indie Magazine. And look, technically it is. But as my update will show you, Kasha's done a lot. (laughs) I don't doubt it. Good. I'm going to miss Kasha. Anyway, uh, this is is a last name I will not pronounce correctly. And I apologize for that. In advance, I tried to look up a pronunciation and couldn't find anything that I felt confident about. Just try, try your best. Kasha Pilowitz, P-I-L-E-W-I-C-Z. And sure. I saw some sources. I couldn't get a full confirmation that, but, but this is true. Kasha is a diminutive name of Ketergena. Yeah, exactly. And so some people, apparently there's a rumor that she came in with that name and they were like, change it. We cannot. <laughs> Hilarious. So Kasha is Kasha Fierce on Instagram. And her bio reads, teller of stories, and then lists a ton of her management and agencies. She is still very publicly, openly acknowledging and posting stuff about Top Model. As recently as February 2022, this year, she posted a behind-the-scenes of the Crazy for Fashion photo shoot. 
And she posted the bees shot recently where she really praised Mike Rosenthal. Well, we love Mike Rosenthal. Love to hear it. Yeah. And prior to Top Model, she had also been a model on Live with Kelly and Ryan and Rachel Ray, among a bunch of other stuff. Currently, currently, she's on The Bold and the Beautiful as Nurse D. Christie. Recurring role, already in 11 episodes, seems to be a current, like, gonna be in more episodes. Has Mm -hmm. done a lot of acting, and as of 2021, seems to be moving into directing and writing as well. And... In 2011, on YouTube, it seems like her official YouTube page. In 2011, she posted what she called Cautiousodes to YouTube that were just compilations of her scenes <laughs> from episodes of America's <laughs> Next Top Model, which is so cute. Um, if you look at her Instagram and current pictures and clips I found from The Bold and Beautiful, I, I think it's worth noting that I think her body type's changed a little bit. Yeah. She yes. looks a little less um, fiercely, fiercely real, real <laughs> as, if you will. That is not a criticism. I just think it's notable because she was very much openly our plus size contestant. And, Here to rep. Um, yeah. And I, I'm, you know, I'm, it's not a judgment, but I, I, you know, if you look at her, just know that you might not recognize her. Like, I don't know if I saw this person. I would necessarily think it was Kasha from Top Model. No, she also looks somehow younger. Yeah. Is she fully Benjamin Buttoning? Like, it's that serum or something. <laughs> yeah. Exfoliate two times a week, y'all. Kasha would have been my winner for this cycle. Same. Truly. I think. It would have been a great pick for a high fashion cycle. I also think that she had a fun, interesting personality. And it would have been nice to have someone who was 26 in the competition and a plus size contestant win this cycle. And at some point, they just decided, it felt like last episode is really when it started. They just decided that that would not stand. And it's just, she covered, she was good at so many different things. She had your fashion knowledge. She also won the acting challenge. Yep. Took great photos. Had a ton of experience. Like it had really a story. felt like really felt like she was covering all the bases you need to win this show. Fun fact: I noticed on Instagram. Guess who follows her? And Shoket. <gasps> well, then I mean, queen of all queens, who wasn't even <laughs> on the cycle with her. So, nope. and and by the way, if you look at her IMDb, just tons of stuff. I I. I, it's not even worth me listing them all. Is it possible she couldn't actually win the prizes because she was already too working? Too, too booked and blessed? Yeah. <laughs> I know we don't have much cycle left, but I am going to miss her for the rest of it. We just have a lot of buttholes and an alien left. <laughs> <laughs> you know that classic film? Three buttholes and an, an alien? alien? <laughs> But if you have three buttholes and you are an alien, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea, your anatomical knowledge. Well, no, don't send me that. <laughs> you know what? No, 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 no. You know what? Hot takes, iced tea? Sure. <laughs> you keep that knowledge to your school. <laughs> you can also reach out to us at podleadum.com or... Or what, Alexander? Or, oh. Send some snail mail. Send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. All of you. 
that's not true. Hey, <laughs> Alexander, we can't keep negatively referencing those people. That's just going to galvanize them. going to cut them. it out. I just had to say it. <laughs> but we don't know what you're going to cut out. <laughs> you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm on Instagram. Where am I? That's where I am. <laughs> at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And third social media platform, TikTok, at JWCrump. Okay. And don't forget to use the hashtag podleadum anytime you do a TikTok dance duetting with JW Crump. Mm-hmm. So we for sure know it's you and mm-hmm. not a Slovenian scam that is going on behind the <laughs> scene. So for podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.